episode 10. Here we go, baby. Woo! Air horns. Thank you, soundboard. I'm just kidding. Thank you, honey. On this episode of the Unfiltered Goals podcast, in a special celebration of episode 10, we're going to talk about how we got engaged and talking about all the funs. Funs? The fun in and outs. There are lots of funs that go into wedding planning, though. (laughs) The fun ins and outs of wedding planning. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome back, everybody. Wow, you did it that time. (laughs) You're so ridiculous. So let's, what's been going on in our lives recently? Uh, oh my gosh, we tried a new restaurant in Indy. Oh yeah, that was really good. It was so good. So for all the local Indy people in Cityway, across from Cityway, there is a new tequila and bourbon hall called Agave and Rye. It was super good. I mean, the atmosphere was great. The drinks were amazing. I got their frozen strawberry margarita and it was like in this really big mason jar. It was so good and so strong so bless that and then i got two of their tacos so like the the thing that makes them like unique is they have these like epic top tacos where you can get like french fries on them or mac and cheese or like all there's one with hot cheetos it's very much not a traditional taco no not at all and their their tacos are quite large and so i was a little like hesitant because like i'm a kind of a taco snob and i like my tacos a certain way But the two tacos that I had were fabulous, and I was very, very impressed with just everything about the restaurant. How? What did you think about it? I thought it was very good. I was not, I was not particularly happy with my first taco choice. I got what was called the Happy Meal, which was the one with like the fries on it, which I was like super stoked about. But I think honestly, what it was is they just added so much dill pickle pickles on the top of it it just like <laughs> it was basically just a tortilla with the pickles, the pickles on it. In it so like i mean it was like okay but the i got the like the southern fried chicken one and it had mac and cheese on the bottom that one with was really good spicy fried chicken on top and that was that blew me away that was incredible and then the, yeah their drinks were really good they had a i think it was an ipa i might be wrong they had some agave and rye beer like they I, I, the waitress honestly didn't know. That's why I'm forgetting the details about this. But I think it's Agave and Rye pr- produced, or maybe they partner with someone to have a special beer brewed for them. But it was, yeah, it was exceptional. It was. We definitely, definitely need to go back. So it, it was, was really also good. one of the largest restaurants I think I've been in inside of Indianapolis, like downtown Indianapolis. Well, it was just like really, this is going to sound really weird for anyone that's not set foot in it, but it was just like a very long restaurant. It wasn't very like wide. You know what I'm saying? It, like the furthest part was the bathroom right. and like the kitchen. Right. It was like a half of the building, but it expanded the full width of the building. Yeah. So it was like a very just kind of like tall restaurant, which well, I know. Not a lot weird. of depth. <laughs> which sounds really weird. Half depth, all the width. Oh my God. So anyways, all you indie locals, go check it out. It's really, really good. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah, what are we talking about today? We're talking about getting engaged and wedding planning. I know it's a topic that I know, well, some of our friends have obviously been married or they're getting ready to be married. And it's, you know, 
as everybody can imagine, it's it's a very fun and stressful process, which just it's stressful for a lot of reasons, but a lot of those reasons aren't unnecessary. And maybe we can just like talk about some of the pitfalls that we've already fallen into. We've definitely tried to escape a lot of the unnecessary spending and the sort of like gotchas that you can run yeah. up against. But yeah, I think it'd be fun to talk about getting engaged before we talk about our, our wedding plans. Let's do it. It's the only time that I got got in our relationship. And because what, what she means by that is the only time she got surprised. I'm not a very easy person to surprise because I ask too many questions and I want to control too many things. So like when Josh and I are planning something, there's really never a time that I'm not involved in at least part of the planning. I'm also a terrible liar. You are a so, really bad liar, which is not a bad quality at all. Which is why it was perfect because... How it was phrased is we had plans, and those plans were actually true. It's just you didn't know all of the details. I kept it very generic. So he had told me that was when I was still working in a school. He had we and we were just it was a Friday night. We had just the school that I worked at was just going on fall break. So we were about to have a week off. And he told me that he wanted to take me to his favorite steakhouse downtown in order to celebrate being on fall break. And then afterwards, we were going to go to our friend's house who lives just kind of like on this body of water, and we were going to have a game night. Well, there was, there's a trick to it. So I had in the middle of the week, the owner of the house, Wendy, I had her text you just like the middle of the week randomly when I was driving saying like, hey, do you guys want to come over for like a game night? And I, I remember I was driving and, and you asked me that if I would want to go. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. We could go after after our dinner, because, yeah, the dinner was specifically about celebrating you and the uh, the tough beginning of the year that you had in school. Mm -hmm. So I got dressed up for the dinner because we were like, well, let's we'll dress up for the dinner. It's a nice steakhouse. And then we'll bring a change of clothes for game night. So it's very rarely that you'll see me walking around downtown in a dress. But I was sure enough in a dress. The mule was great. Everything about it was great. And I've told Josh this before, whether he chooses to believe me or not. I was thinking in my head, even though I had told him multiple times that I did not want to be proposed to in a public place. Exactly. So there was no question. But in my mind, I was still like, I don't really love going to like fancy restaurants. I feel kind of out of place, like places that have like 12 forks and I don't know what to do with them. They're not my kind of restaurant. I don't know the difference between a plate fork and a salad fork, you know, so like I fancy restaurants freak me out, which is why you'll always find me getting tacos and margaritas somewhere. But besides the point, I was like, I know that he likes really nice steakhouses. So like, whatever, we'll just do this for him. But in my mind, I was kind of like, do this for him. You mean the, the whole point was to do it for you is to know. celebrate. We hadn't been to a fancy dinner. Well, I know. But still, it was your choice on restaurant. Yes. You chose that. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll just like suck it up and go eat nice steak. And it was really good. And I would totally go back. But I think the funniest thing about this story, I don't think you think it's funny because it happened to you. But I think it's kind of funny. So the whole time I'm at dinner, I'm thinking in my mind, like, I know I told him that I don't want to be proposed to in a public place, but like we've got this really nice restaurant. I'm looking all cute. This might be a really, this might actually be it, you know, like who knows? Maybe he just is really going to propose to me. So then we get, we get to the, the check, all that stuff. 
she goes and takes Josh's card. I'm like, okay, dinner's finished. We're about to leave. She comes back and tells him that she lost his credit card. Yeah, that was awful. And I remember thinking, here it is. Okay, quote unquote, she lost his credit card. Josh is like, because you were like weirdly calm about her losing your credit card. And so I'm like, oh, this is all part of the ruse. Like this is this is what's happening. Meanwhile, yeah, I'm trying to get us to Wendy's house. And (laughs) she goes, oh, yeah, we lost your credit card. Oh, boy. So we start like getting out of our chair and looking under the table and like just and I'm like smiling this whole time thinking like this is so funny. Obviously, she didn't lose his credit card and like he's about to pop the question. I feel like an idiot looking back on it because she did lose his credit card. Yeah, they had to move the host or the whatever stand it's called for where they have the register. They had to like physically move it. And they found it like behind. Somehow it got back there. I have no idea. But I will say after we left Prime 47, I let my guard down completely. I was like, okay, it didn't happen in the restaurant. I kind of psyched myself up a few times that it was going to happen at the restaurant. So then when it didn't, I was like, well, I guess tonight's not the night. And I like completely forgot about it. And I think that's where you you had me is because I'm the person who you'll be like, oh, what time are you coming home from work or something? And I'll like if it happens to be anywhere near my birthday or something, I'll like cook up this big story in my head that I'm going to walk in and there's going to be this big surprise party. Meanwhile, it's in October and my birthday's in November. I'm just one of those people. So where you went completely correct in surprising me is that you had like a plan and then another plan Mm -hmm. because obviously i was trying to foil your first plan correct and that's why that worked so if anyone ever tries to surprise me you have to like do a plan within a plan within a plan like inception it has to be an onion you have to peel it back many layers so we're in the car dry it was a probably it was like a good 20 25 minute drive and so i'm like (laughs) This is so typical Cole. I can't even. So I like completely let go of the fact that he's going to propose, you know, because it didn't happen at dinner. And I immediately get into like competitive mode. I'm like, I can't wait for this game night. I'm going to beat everybody's ass. We haven't played games in forever. Let's go. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to change out of this dress. I'm going to walk into the house and everyone's going to give me shit because I'm in a dress and they're all wearing sweatpants or whatever. And I'm just talking his ear off. And then didn't I make you stop for booze? Uh, what did I do? I made you stop for something. Yeah, I think I, yeah, the, Wendy had a gas station like pretty close by. Oh, yeah. that's what it was. So again, I'm under the assumption that we're going to a game night. And yet I realize that we have no alcohol. I know most of our friends are beer drinkers. I'm more of a seltzer girl. And so there's a liquor store right by her house. And I remember telling you, I'm like, babe, we can't go to this game night empty handed. But everyone put yourself in Josh's shoes. He knows he's about to propose to me. There really, I mean, there really wasn't a game night that just kind of happened. So he's not thinking about alcohol because, like, we're not doing what I think we're doing. Correct. So I, and I remember I annoyed the shit out of you. I was like, no, babe, we have to stop. I have to get some Trulies. So I made you stop so that I could pick up a pack of Trulies. And then... I texted when or you were like, oh, text, text Wendy and tell her we had to stop and get booze. So we're going to be a little late. So I text Wendy and I'm like, hey, we had to stop and get booze. Be there in five minutes or whatever. I 
I don't think, contrary to popular belief or like what's been happening on this episode so far, I really don't talk the most in our relationship. So I should have known you were so quiet. I'm like, I wasn't. I, you were I remember so quiet compared to what you were. All the things you were saying, I was quiet. But I wasn't sitting there gripping the steering wheel because I was like sweating bullets. No, I was. I mean, I was nervous for sure. But I was trying to keep up the ruse that I wasn't actually nervous. I feel like I should have known when you didn't want to stop for booze because <laughs> that's so out of your character. You're usually the one that's like, "Do we have enough booze?" Like, you know. Do I need to go grab some Michelobes? Like what, you know, what's going on? And so like when you were like, no, we don't need to stop. Like Wendy will have some like, no, we'll just get some after. I'm like, why? When we're literally going to pass right by the liquor store, we could just get some now. I remember specifically you saying, well, we can just let's go to Wendy's house first and then I can make a liquor run. And I was like, that makes no sense. We're going right past the store. But of course, it obviously made sense. So we pull up to the house and she had this kind of like window on her second floor and the house was pretty dark but I remember <laughs> I feel so stupid now that I say these things this was in October right yeah October so I saw twinkly looking Christmas lights up mm -hmm. on her second floor in the window and I remember saying out loud wow it's really early for Wendy be to be putting up her Christmas lights <laughs> I remember I was like getting out of the car, grabbing my bag of change of clothes, grabbing my Trulies. And I looked and I saw maybe it wasn't even upstairs. It was a reflection, but I saw Christmas lights somewhere. And I was rushing to the trunk to get all the things that you asked me to get because I wanted to beat you to the door. And meanwhile, mind you, I'm still talking how I'm going to kick all my friends asses in game night. And I need to get out of the stress and just talking his ear off. So and I'm like, oh, Wendy's got her Christmas lights up already. That's so funny. It's only October. Nicole, you're an idiot. So then we walk up to the door. And I remember you had like 20 bags in your hand, but you still opened the door for me somehow. Yeah. And I wa and I was expecting we were going to walk in. All of our friends would have had some some drinks at this point and they'd be like, finally, you guys are here. And like just it's loud and it's whatever. That was what I was expecting. I opened the door and there's no one in sight. It's basically pitch black minus candles and twinkly lights. And instantly I knew what was happening. When I didn't see any of our friends standing in, like in the living room, I was like, oh, shit, it's it's about to go down. And I kind of froze. You did freeze. And you dropped all the bags and you took my hand and you were like, come walk with me. So we walk through her house and there's rose petals everywhere. And there's, like I said, candles twinkly lights. I didn't know this at the time, but there were hidden cameras like <laughs> capturing all of this. He took me out on the deck that leads down to the, the body of water that she lives on. And the reason why this place is special to us is because this was the first, not only kind of the first place we had hung out once we had started dating, but it was also the first place that Wendy had a party there one time and Josh you know, was kind of running around the party telling everyone except me that he was in love with me. And I was kind of running around the party and telling everybody except Josh that I was in love with him. And then so we we didn't say it to each other like there at that day, but it was like the first time that we both kind of knew that we were in love with each other. It was the first time we also took a picture together. It's true. So it was just like a very special place for us. And our friend Wendy was 
you know, graciously a, a, an amazing host, and she has been for so many other things. So he takes me out on the deck right by the water and more twinkly lights, chocolate, more rose petals. I mean, it was like beautifully decorated. Yeah, shout out to my girls, <laughs> Betsy and Wendy, for that one. So that that day, so prior to us arriving there during the workday, I had Betsy and Wendy. I helped them a little bit. They basically did all of the all of the work and made it look fantastic. They set everything up, and I remember even giving a presentation at work that day, like when I was at Wendy's house, and then like trying to help them like figure out where things should go, but. In a very emotional and mushy gushy Gouda fashion, what did I do? I pulled out sheets of paper because lots I, of sheets of paper. It yeah, was just three and three small sheets of paper. <laughs> because I I knew what I wanted to say, but I also knew I'd forget in the moment. So he read those to me, and then got on one knee and asked me to marry him. And then I just hear this like eruption of cheers, and I'm like, it's dark outside, and we're on a lake. Are these the neighbors who are these people that are screaming turns out you know 10 of our best friends were upstairs in like wendy's bedroom kind of like kind of eavesdropping but like giving us privacy at the same at the same time and then i hear this little jingle jangle sound as they're all running down the steps and i'm like what is that and my baby boy finn bin was there too how they kept him quiet i have no idea (laughs) he had to have heard you but So the night did turn into a game night, essentially, after we had gotten engaged. We made phone calls. We posted pictures. It turned into a fun little party. Yeah, we took some shots. And then, yeah, we it it did turn into a game night that I'm pretty sure I probably won because I was high off everything that was going on. And yeah, it was a pretty amazing story. So, Yeah, I am going to hold that story near and dear to my heart because, again, it's very hard to fool Cole. That's very true. And so. here we are a month, a month. Oh, good Lord. A year <laughs> and a half later. Yes. Still engaged, but it was purposeful it was because purposeful. we bought a house shortly after, not really shortly after, it was like five months after we got engaged. And we strategically said, let's wait a little bit to get married. So, yeah. Well, we also in talking just 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 like people and lots of venues in the first few months of our of our engagement. It was very apparent to us that, so this was, we got engaged in 2022, no, 2021, and it was very clear that the COVID brides were still trying to get married. So weddings that didn't happen in 2020 were being pushed to 2021. So the 2021 brides were being pushed to 2022, and we felt like 2023 was the first kind of year of you know, no COVID brides. So that's another reason why we wanted to to have a long engagement. Um, so yeah, let's talk about, here we are, we are three months from our wedding, a little less than three months. So yeah, I mean, I'm obviously very excited for it to be here. I feel like we've been waiting forever at this point. Well, it's just, it's going to be a big party that we've been planning for so long. And it's, yeah, our wedding is going to be amazing. But I think I think we should talk about maybe like what was the most... I will say the anticipation is one reason why I wish we had a shorter engagement. But when I look at like everything there is to do for a wedding, I'm actually very thankful we had such a long engagement because I was still working full time when we got engaged for, you know, quite a while still for at least another year. And 
I just working full time on top of everything else in my life while we were still we still had Josh's mom with us. And there was just a lot going on in our life at that time. I don't think I would have been able to give any time to wedding planning. And so I kind of pushed it off, didn't touch anything for the wedding for about six months after we got engaged. And then, you know, things kind of calmed down a little bit and then I was able to pick it up. But like that's one reason I'm actually very grateful for such a long engagement is because like wedding planning is like a suck. It's like a second job. Yeah, kudos. It is no joke. Kudos to people that can make it work in like six months or whatever, something crazy. But I feel like those people, those types of people are people that maybe have already pre-selected everything like yeah, that's down true. to the napkin colors. And we were presented with God. napkin colors. We were like, what's what's free? What? Yeah, we were like, <laughs> why do we need to? And like, OK, so let me preface this. I know brides can be kind of a nightmare sometimes. So if you are a bride or you were a bride at one point planning a wedding, do not take offense to anything that I say in this podcast because people who know me know that I'm not I'm not how do I picky. Okay, I'm not picky, but I'm also not really like a girly girl. So that's I'm okay. not one of those people that's been like planning my wedding since I was a little girl. You know what I mean? I You do want to be a princess though. You told me. I mean, I wanted it's a the... dress that would make me feel like a princess. That's it... about the girliest thing that's coming from our wedding. Right. It, yeah, as far as like yeah, the the setup and the yeah. decorations. I like... just am not very particular. So like when our venue was showing us things and they were like, well, this is included and this is a little bit extra. We pretty much went with everything that was included because these were things I just didn't care about. My biggest advice to anyone planning a wedding is find what is your biggest couple of priorities. Mm. And those are the things that you're willing to spend the most money on and the most time on and to be the most particular things about your wedding. And everything else just doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, well, it's yeah, there, we could talk about that for I think hours. But yeah, Cole is right. It's picking the the top like 3 to 5 things. What is most important to you? Because everything, and you probably know this if you are thinking about planning a wedding, everything costs money and it catches you by surprise yeah. at the very end. And what I mean by that is like, you know, we're 3 months away. And it's all of the bills are are stacking up and we've we've been pretty good about it. There's some things here and there. And it's like, oh, shoot, we got to pay for that, too. Yeah. But like f- for the most part, the things that we had planned to prioritize, we got those prioritized and we knew the upfront cost of those things. Yeah. But it's it's just to me. And this is I know I'm a guy and I'm not. I have no sort of like design mindset. I Neither do I as a female. I just. <laughs> Well, it's it's things like, and I know her intentions are are good, but Mama Ditto, speaking to you directly, <laughs> and I've, I've already told her this, but it's it's like we you know we went to how many four or five weddings last year? Yeah, it's like okay, what did the flowers look like on the ground next to the dance floor? Nobody knows. Okay, to be fair, my mom does not care about the flowers, I, so that's a I'm bad just, example. I was just using an example, like thinking of the things that like are minuscule and sure in the moment maybe it looks a little pretty but i promise you that uncle blah blah it's not gonna cry let me explain something when it comes to like a mother of the bride i feel like my mom has been very very calm compared to most mothers of the bride yes there have been a few things that she also was very kind of particular about so like an example here is josh and i don't really like sweets 
neither one of us like cake. But so like, again, we chose what was a big priority to us. And we immediately were like, we're not going to. Guys, if you didn't know this, I'm about to blow your mind. Venues nowadays, you have to, if you're going to have a cake, you have to pay for the knife that you cut the cake with and you have to pay a cake cutting fee. What the fuck does that even mean? So you have to pay to use a sharp knife to cut a cake? I don't understand. Maybe this was a thing that was common practice, but it was those types of things that were news to our ears. Oh, my God. When I heard that, I was like, well, thank God we didn't want a cake anyways, because I'm not paying a place who knows how much money to cut a damn cake. It's not happening. We're not going to have a cake. And then we were kind of like, well, we don't really like sweets that much anyways. Let's not spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on desserts. But my mom was like, this is something that's really important to people at a wedding. This isn't, you know, something that my mom was prioritizing. She's been to way more weddings than I have. And she was like, listen, people are going to expect some sort of dessert. We have to give them something. So, like, we compromised with her. So that's just an example of priorities. It was a good example of compromise. Yeah. But these hidden fees everywhere are just like their service, their service fees on top of service fees and just all of this craziness. And I think that the other biggest piece of advice that I would give to people is those things that you prioritize, the things that are most important to you. Those are the things that you should focus on first. And whether you have a long engagement or not, use your timeline like the way you need to. But I think that spreading things out, don't book everything all at once because Mm. then all your bills are going to happen at once. We booked our photographer. We paid her. Let's move on. Right. And then we booked this. We paid part of that. And then we moved on. So yes, we are getting obviously the month before your wedding is when really everything is you have to finalize everything and everything is due. But if you can kind of spread it out so you're not paying for everything once it was that was another really helpful thing for us. So we spent a month of our wedding planning and then we would take some time off. Like it's one of those things where we were just like it's not like we were doing it every day or talking about it every day. And kind of already mentioned it too. The the idea of a long engagement meant we could save all that time for those costs that were coming. Because, you know, and this is this is not news. You can Google this, but the average cost of of an indie wedding, Indianapolis wedding is thirty thousand dollars. Like that's that's like pretty average. And just to talk about the finances for a second, I would say the the two most important things to look at when booking anything is looking at the minimums that you have to spend because those are non-negotiable in terms of contracts. And unless like, of course, you know, you negotiate it before the contract. But once you sign into that, you're obligated to pay that minimum regardless of, you know, if you get that much food or whatever. And then the other thing is look at what's included. Mm-hmm. We, I feel like, lucked out in terms of a venue because we have a wedding coordinator included. Yeah. This person helped us select, you know, those napkins and and the food and all the things that come with it. Mm-hmm. But she's also going to help us during the actual wedding the itself of, and, yeah. and, you know, moving people and making sure the wait staff is doing, you know, the 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 foods at the appropriate times and the, the cocktails at the appropriate times, all that all that stuff. And that is included with the cost of our venue. Our venue is like more expensive, but we get all of that stuff plus a little bit more. So that's that's what we took into account. Yeah. And I feel like the reason we were Finney says hi. I feel like the reason we were able to do that was because we took the time to we spaced it out and said, okay, this venue does this, this venue does that. And we had so much time ahead. 
that we didn't really we weren't pressured into anything. So that's just yeah. like one of the the benefits of that that long engagement too. And I'm super super thankful. I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, guys don't do a whole lot of like wedding planning and all that kind of stuff. I am super grateful that I had Josh with me along this whole process because you know, I walked into all these venues and all these meetings kind of doe-eyed and thinking that all of this stuff would be included. We wouldn't have to pay an extra fee here, an extra fee there. And like there were a lot of venues that we were interested in or we toured that were the same cost of the venue we ended up using, but didn't include a coordinator, didn't include setup and teardown that oh, we don't gosh. have to do ourselves. That is the, that is the, I think the one of the best inclusive things oh that you can, you can buy. Listen, I had to tear down chairs and tables at my, in my bridesmaid's dress at my sister's wedding with my mom and my dad. And I had been taking lots of shots out in the parking lot because it was a dry wedding. <laughs> and I was, you know, feeling a little tipsy in a short bridesmaid's dress and I was carrying chairs and tables. And it was the worst thing ever. And my mom agreed. She was like, that's the one thing I'm asking for is you find a venue that does all that stuff for us. So we can just like the reception's over. Let's let's go home kind of thing. I think another thing, too, especially for the brides, you're going to have a lot of opinions thrown at you, whether it's from friends, families, people being like, oh, well, I got married at the same place or in the same city or whatever. And I think that like, you know, deep down in your heart, your mind, whatever, what you want for your wedding. And it's totally okay to take some people's opinions and be like, that's really good to know. Or, you know, take people's advice here and there. But don't let people dictate what you end up choosing for your wedding. Because I just, I think I I had a lot of, I didn't have a lot of confidence in like what I wanted for things. And you know, I had a lot of people kind of telling me, well, you should do this or it's etiquette to do this or that or that. And I was just I I was just really overwhelmed with it. It was making the whole process a lot harder for me. And so finally, I just had to sit down with Josh and be like, what do we want for our wedding? Like we are not having a very traditional wedding. You know, we're not doing the traditional things that people do at weddings. And that's fine because I'm sorry, but we're not getting married in the 1900s. We don't need to do these things that were created for whatever reason or purpose back in the day. Yeah. Just a note for the ladies out there who may be frustrated with their partners. But if if that's a guy who's just not interested in wedding planning, if you help them understand the decisions that need to be made yeah. and are not just like frustrated at the fact they're not helping, guys, and this is just this is me, if I didn't go and Google the things and the decisions that need to be had for a wedding, I would be lost. If Cole wasn't telling me like, hey, we need to make a decision on this, I would be lost. So for all the for all the ladies or anybody that's just not wedding savvy out there, if you just ask your partner, say like, hey, could you help me with this? That may go a long way. You may yeah. get a little bit more help that way. Because I know we struggle with that at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But I, I told you, I was like, honey, I don't know what needs to be done. Yeah. And so I was like, give me a list or I will Google a list. And I will do those things. And, yeah. and it worked out really well. Well, and I think it's hard to unless you've done it before or you've been a part of a wedding that yeah. you kind of had to help plan. You really don't think about the really minute details. Things like we keep going back to the napkins, but like <laughs> I've never or like the, apparently there's a plate that you can put under the plate. Oh, yeah. What was that called? I don't remember. But Gosh, they, they asked us, well, do you guys want these 
blank plates, whatever they were called. And Josh and I were like, we don't know what those are. But apparently it's like a very well-known thing that it's like a plate underneath the main plate. Somebody DM us. What is the plate (laughs) underneath the plate? And we were like, no, we don't need that. It's just one more thing that people have to worry about that is in their face, whatever. And so we just, yeah, there's just things that you wouldn't even dream that you would have to deal with when it comes to a wedding. I think my biggest, biggest, biggest piece of advice other than getting one of the wedding website apps like Zola or like The Knot, those things are amazing and incredibly helpful. They do everything for you. So it's amazing. Please do that. Is it's your day. It is the day that most of us wait our whole lives for or we want to just happen once and, you know, like all of that kind of stuff. Hopefully one time. Yeah, it's a it can be a really special day, but don't put too much pressure on it. I know a lot of people are, you know, not choosing to do the big wedding thing anymore. And that's totally great. So whatever you and your partner decide is best for you, then that's it. And don't criticize anybody else's decision. You know, I think a lot of people were surprised when I said I wanted a pretty normal wedding maybe not traditional but I wanted the big party and I wanted the white dress yeah and I think people looked at me and you know people that may not choose that that's fine but like don't shit on what I want then and I'm not gonna shit on what you want and so just you know decide what you want with your partner go after what you guys want and don't really let the opinions of other people cloud what you guys really want for your wedding absolutely And if you're not planning a wedding, I hope you still enjoyed this episode. And please don't stop listening to us because we're not going to talk about weddings all the time. But also we told our story about, you know, how we got engaged. People have DM'd us and told us that they've enjoyed getting to learn a bit more about us, which we appreciate too. This has been episode 10, Air Horns. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Let us know if you use plate under plates. And we'll... Or what that even is. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye.